3: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: They want to make this country into a banana republic, where if you don't get your way, you change the rules. That is the estimable, the respectable, the admirable, every single one of those words, by the way, sarcastic. Chuck Schumer, the Democratic leader of the Senate, Explaining what would happen
0: if the filibuster were to be done away with. A brief version of that, if you're not super into politics, basically be the difference. Do you need 60 senators to do something or just 50? Is it just majority rule or do you need significantly more than a majority to pull it off? Um currently you can't do most things with just fifty votes in the Senate. Lots of different things. And and it and it and it keeps a lot of really bad things from happening. Right. And right. and all kinds of senators, as I think we're about to hear, over the years have pointed that out. That no, this would be a horrible even if it would be good for us right now, we'll lose the Senate at some point and we don't want the other team to be able to ram through whatever they want. With just 50 votes right now, that's what a reasonable senator
4: would say if they were in the majority. However, it's it's notable that when each party is in the minority, they act as though ending the filibuster is one of the great horrors ever contemplated Uh the, the reason this is coming to the surface right now is the Democrats want to push through uh, in particular their so-called voting reform uh, laws that make it uh, effortless just to mail out zillions of ballots and have them fly around the country willy-nilly, have them mailed back or returned by anybody who wants to, super low vote security. I'm against it, but they want to get it done. And because it's just not a good idea, and you can't get any Republicans to go along with it, they want to end the filibuster. And Chuck Schumer is making these moving speeches about how we need to end the filibuster... If Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema won't go along, they're standing on the graves of civil rights leaders. I mean, it's just completely over the top. Keeping in mind that this is a question of principle. It's not a question of what does it take to get this done. The filibuster is in place to make sure the Senate is what the founding fathers intended it to be, the saucer that cools the milk. In other words, the calm, let's take our time, let's think about this, let's talk about it house of congress
0: to make sure we're all following this chuck schumer who you heard you heard his voice just a few minutes ago not very many years ago when he was in the minority said it was turning america into a banana republic if we end the filibuster now that he's in charge it would benefit him now he wants to do it i mean that's just ridiculous exactly now let's enjoy
4: uh chuck schumer at greater length Uh, back in 2005 describing what would happen if we ended the filibuster this clip 73 michael the ideologues in the senate want to turn what the founding fathers called the cooling saucer of democracy into the rubber stamp of dictatorship they want to change the rules in midstream to wash away 200
0: years of history They want to make this country into a banana republic. It'll be a doomsday for democracy if we do. And and now he's on the team. Now he's on that team that wants to do all those things. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. If it were only the utterly gutless, soulless,
4: ballless Chuck Schumer, fine. How would you like to hear from some of the most prominent Democratic politicians of the last 25 years? Clip 75, please, Michael.
0: If Republicans roll back our rights in this chamber, there will be no check on their power.
4: And I pray God when the Democrats take back control, we don't
5: make the kind of naked power grab you are doing. I urge all of us to think not just about winning every debate, but about protecting free and democratic debate.
0: All those people are right, by the way. That's Harry Reid, Joe Biden, and Barack Obama. They are right. They were saying the honest, true thing right there. They just changed their minds when they had the majority apparently, because right. Joe right. Biden's president now, and he has no problem with ending the filibuster. Barack Obama said it was a relic of Jim Crow. Um, you know, to Mitch McConnell's uh, credit, as the Republican leader of the Senate, Trump wanted to end the filibuster and begged him to do it over and over, and McConnell said no. Right. Because it would it would be awful. Right. It would be awful. And, and any reasonable person realize... Even if we get what we want now, in two years or four years, we're going to lose the Senate. And then the other side is just going to roll it back or do things we hate. they are going to shove it right up our hiney. <laughs> in, uh, you know, more uh, plain spoken terms.
4: You know, I like this. Uh, I like clip 76 for a couple reasons. It, it references McConnell and, and him being reasonable. Uh, it has a little more humor for you. Then it ends, it, it ends with something I, I need to ask Jack about. Okay. Uh, clip 76. You don't have 76. Why, why don't you have 76, Michael? What has happened to 76? 70, okay, <laughs> as we remember January 6th this week, and as we confront state-level voter suppression, we must be clear, they are not isolated developments. The Senate must advance legislation to protect, to protect our democracy and safeguard the right to vote. It appears as if the majority leader is hell-bent to try to break the Senate once uh, you change uh, a rule or you have a carve-out, I've Manager. always said this, uh, uh, anytime there's a, a carve-out, uh, you eat the whole turkey. <laughs> there's nothing left because it comes back and forth. So you want things that will be sustainable. Ah, the old, uh, the old sage from West Virginia, Joe Manchin there. Anytime you
0: have a carve-out, you eat the whole mm-hmm. turkey. <laughs> I've always said that, he said.
4: Do you have the slightest idea no, what that means? No, i
0: no, I'm not familiar with that saying and I don't know I don't know that it was implied properly there. No I'm not sure that is a
4: saying. Maybe he's thinking
0: of a different saying. Maybe he's thinking of eating turkey.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh Michael, were you whispering in my ear there about uh, the good folks at Simply Save? Is that what I heard? Uh no. <sighs> Am I am I on LSD? You <laughs> might what, be. What's going on here?
0: We don't know your private leanings. <laughs> I'm not. Not that I recall. Oh, I know. is, is you, somebody
4: slipped me a roofie
0: in my. You, coffee, once you what? carve it out,
4: you eat the whole turkey. That's oh, what I know. Amen to that, brother. <laughs> hey, amen to that.
0: But so to me, uh, I don't think this stands out as that much different than a lot of what goes on in politics. Not to say that it's not awful. It's just it's it. No wonder people are tuning out. If mm-hmm. you see this happen as a reasonable human being, you think, well, they're all a bunch of liars. They just say whatever is a, you know going to help them out at the time. They have no principles. Well, right. To be a hypocrite,
4: you would have to go against your principles. But they have none. So we need a different word. But, <laughs> yes, it certainly stinks like hypocrisy. It, it, here's the interesting thing about politics. And uh, this might be interesting particularly to newcomers uh, to politics or, or younger folks. Once you live with this stuff for a certain amount of time, and you 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 study it, you read about it, you do what we do, for instance. Um, you get sucked into it because you think it's one sport. Then you watch that sport for a while, and you realize, wait a minute, this this has nothing to do with like getting voting rights through or whatever. Chuck Schumer, wait a minute, my guy said exactly the opposite like two years ago when the sides were rever- wait, wait, what. And you become cynical, and you go away from it completely. Which I think is what we're seeing, Jack, referencing the study that showed that engagement in the news, uh, whether broadcast or online or whatever, has just plunged off a cliff in the last year. I think that's part of it. Once you hang with it a little longer, though, you realize, as Charles Krauthammer pointed out so eloquently, that it's it's a different sport than you thought. It's still a contest, and it still matters. In fact, uh, Charles, one of his great books is The Things That Matter. Um it, 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 and it still affects history. It's just not what you thought it was. The activists yelling on the Supreme Court that Brett Kavanaugh's a rapist and it's the handmaid's tale. That stuff is idiotic. That's just designed to get people fired up and contribute money. It has nothing to do with reality. The reality. Is actually pretty interesting, but you have to get past all of the 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 show horses and the pretend outrage and the rest of it that is politics. And boy, the Trump years were just deafening in their phoniness.
0: I don't know where it goes from here.
4: By the way, this will be the uh, probably the first one of these for the year. I'd like to alert Mary in the Ho, Mary in San Jose, to 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 take note. Deafening phoniness is the name of my new quickie talk show book about Washington, D.C.
0: You wrote it in an afternoon. You're (laughs) making the rounds to the talk shows.
4: I wrote it. A guy (laughs) wrote it. I put my name on it. It's
0: funny you mentioned first time of the year. We got this text yesterday. I've listened to exactly one Armstrong and Getty show in 2022, and I've heard from O.J. Simpson not once but twice. Did not see that coming. (laughs) Damn! Fair comment, my friend. Uh, Oh, one more thing. We got another text. I mentioned I got the kids, or Santa got the kids, the Oculus 2 VR headset. It's got a name. Mm -hmm. Quest. Quest 2 Oculus. It's a VR thing from uh, Facebook. My extremely cautious brother got that for his kids, too. Oh, it's, it's cool. We got an Oculus for the kids, had some bourbon, and was doing a rock climbing game. I ended up yes. smacking my head on the built-in TV cabinet and had a mild concussion. But so 100%, <laughs> I would buy, buy it back again. There are hilarious YouTube videos, and I've got videos of my own kids, because when people have it on, they're waving their arms around and kicking their legs and sure. jumping around. But there are YouTube videos of people <laughs> going over railings and smacking their heads and falling down and all kinds of stuff. That's realism, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but the reason I kept saying uh, Zuckerberg is evil yesterday is the to use it, you have to have a Facebook account. Um, to, to use his, to use his VR headset that he markets to kids as fun. You have to have a Facebook account and then you have to click on. So I'm wearing the VR headset. I'm using my little controllers in this cool meta universe and I have to click on an agreement that says, and it's outlined very clearly. This is not even an agreement that. You know, it's clouded in so much legal language, you can't figure out what it is. It's like five things. We will have access to all your financial information, all your keystrokes, all your contacts. And there is like one more thing, but it's just you're giving over every bit of information that you have that exists so your kids can play a game. You're marketing it to kids for fun and you're doing that, Zuckerberg. You can't, the wrath ex- of Mark. You can't explain that other than just greed and being an evil human being. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you've got to
4: painstakingly go through the consent stuff with that game, is what I'm told. Uh, by the way, I believe in twenty two to, to, to accomplish what? Just to opt out of all of his demands.
0: Well, there was no opting out that I saw. It was just wow. you're either going to play this game or you're not. And the research I did it on it was you're either going to agree or not to uh, to use the the damn thing. And now we've had a bunch of people say, that. why did you do it? Because I have given up. I've given up on the idea that you have any ability to protect your information. It's been hacked and stolen so many times by so many people, whether it's the Experian thing or the Chinese or the whatever they, I just, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure I care anymore.
4: Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Just remember, everything Mark Zuckerberg does, everything Google does for that matter, including YouTube, And, oh, you know, I I was sitting on this article for a while. I finally got rid of it. But uh, Google is actively helping the Chinese government censor American journalists. Awesome. Okay. They're evil. Just remember, everything they do, including Zuckerberg, is to harvest your data. Facebook is to harvest your data. The Oculus exists to harvest your data. That's why Zuckerberg offers you a cup of water. It's to harvest
0: your data. (laughs) If you're shot and you're lying on the pavement and a Zuckerberg happens by and puts pressure on the wound, it's to harvest your data. (laughs) Exactly. That's him laughing there. Senator, I put pressure on the wound, Senator. Yeah, it's maddening. Yeah. You
4: just need to know what it is, though. Yeah, I was just reading how the Chinese are also just voraciously collecting data all over the earth through a lot of different uh, means. But we need to take a break.
0: Yeah, and if you know any more more about any of the things that we talk about, you can always text us at 415-295-KFTC.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I was, wasn't watching CNBC, but apparently a few minutes ago, a CNBC anchor slammed her child's school that was calling for students to mask up in between bites of food at lunch, calling it the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I've heard of schools that have been saying that that you take a bite, then you pull your mask back up while you're chewing. You know what, ma'am? Good for you. <laughs> Hammer them. Shout from the highest mountaintop how stupid it is. That the, the time for compliance with this idiocy is over. So we got more on that coming up in just a little bit. All right. We got on the subject of New Year's resolutions. I think most people make a resolution of some sort. I don't know. Um, we got this, uh, from the text line. I made a New Year's resolution of turning my dirty socks right side out after I take them off. And I've been doing that for three years now. My kids. I wish I could get my kids to do that. I'm not, when I take off my socks, they're oh, still like right to put side out. Laundry. Yeah, my socks yeah. are still right side out when I take them off. Do you turn yours inside out when you take them off? No, my kids do, but I've I've always thought it was a child thing, not an adult thing. But uh, I think it is a child thing. All right. Or, uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh my New Year's resolution was to have a less sucky life, and somebody said, "I remember when your New Year's resolution was to floss every day." I don't remember that one. Apparently, I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> This person says, two years ago, I made a New Year's resolution to not let a single avocado go bad on my kitchen countertop. And it's the only resolution I've ever been able to keep. <laughs> wow. On the list of uh, resolutions, I have a feeling that's kind of low down, kind
4: my, of way down. Low.
0: My resolution is to return borrowed stuff more promptly. That's a pretty good one. I have a bad habit of forgetting and holding stuff too long. I'm, yeah, you I'm, don't want to be that person. Do we remember when Joe's net resolution was to wear better pants? I remember mm. that New Year's resolution. Yeah, I quit that. I decided it was stupid. Mm. So you gave up on the wearing better pants resolution? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I wear good pants, but they're not not fancy pants. (laughs) Anybody been to the gym? Are they crowded? You can text us at 415-295-KFTC. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, school closures and all that sort of stuff. What's the latest on Chicago where the teachers said, we ain't coming in. They voted overwhelmingly. Not to show up today. Fire every single one of them. Uh, home values already in this hot U.S. home market are expected to surge 14% this year, according to Zillow. Oh, boy. So the bubble ain't happening yet, according to Zillow. Of course, uh, Zillow, of course, nobody predicts bubbles correctly, ever. No, except the crowd that constantly predicts it, and they are the stopped clock that's right twice a day. Right, that doesn't count, but yeah. Zillow will be wrong at some point. Yeah, you know, I I had the story. I sat on it for a while.
4: I I never got to it, but Zillow created this uh, algorithm to buy and flip and sell properties, and they lost just scads of money, and they finally just closed that division
0: because with all of their real estate knowledge and data and the rest of it, they just couldn't get it right. Um, of course, national real estate numbers are stupid, but if you want to look at the uh, the cities that are expected to go up the most over the next year, Tampa, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, Raleigh, North Carolina, San Antonio, Charlotte, North Carolina, Nashville, Tennessee, I know people that are moving to practically each of these areas. Yep. Uh, Atlanta, Phoenix, Orlando, Austin, Texas, of course, is on the list. You know where people are not moving next year or homes are not going up? New York, San Francisco, Chicago, San Jose. Hmm. In fact, I have the net inflow outflow numbers from U-Haul
4: from last year. They will shock you. Actually, they won't shock you at all. They're incredibly
1: predictable.
3: (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: We're in the highest part of the Omicron surge. That's the issue. And when there's 20% positivity or higher, people are, are very concerned that they're. Go- I'm talking about a vaccine evasive. Variant.
2: The hospitalization risk among working age adults who have received a booster vaccine, it is literally near zero.
0: There is no evidence in our schools throughout the whole semester, the whole entire semester,
5: with all the complaints that, that existed about what we didn't have, the misinformation that we saw any significant level of any transmission. It just We just didn't see it.
4: That is the Chicago Teachers Union president Jesse Sharkey. First talking about where oh, positivity levels were very worried, Omicron, blah blah blah. What and was then- his
0: vaccine avoidant? Right. whatever. No, nope, yeah. people. <sighs>
4: Yeah, what a bunch of crap. And then in one of the most lefty cities in America, that was the Chicago Public Schools CEO and one of their medical folks explaining how there's no risk to the kids. There's none. They're so angry. Even Lori Lightfoot, who's left at Che Guevara, is angry at the teachers' unions, who, by the way, have caused the cancellation of classes for today. Amidst a clash, uh, blah, 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 the teachers' union members had threatened to stay home in a bid to force instruction on. Online during the coronavirus surge. Coronavirus! Boogity, boogity, boogity. Omicron, boogity, boogity.
0: Yeah, and Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, who was voted for in one of the bluest cities in America because he vowed to keep schools open and to deal with crime, um, saying that schools are studies show the safest place for kids to be. Right. Oh, it's so maddening. Those those teacher unions people, can anybody argue me out of this position that they're actually bad human beings? Can you make an argument that they're just looking out for their teachers? or well, what? If, if you're running the teachers union, in theory, to be a teacher at all, your goal in life is to teach kids, and it doesn't seem that the teachers union has any interest in what's good for kids. Well,
4: I was just going to say, if it were merely hardball, then fair enough. That's fine.
0: But the kids are the victims, and that's what makes me so angry.
1: Well,
0: and you're a teacher, so your vocation is to educate kids, and you're not doing it. Yeah, but the teachers'
4: unions aren't teachers. They may have been. They claim to be. They are union goons,
0: bare-knuckled, face-smashing union goons. I don't, I don't know how you get that way. I mean, I'm not a teacher, and they aren't my kids. And I'm horrified by the idea of making the kids stay at home. Because I know what the, the the Zoom thing is like. Ah, it's so horrible. So horrible. I hope they're going to pay a price for this. But as I kept saying last year, I don't think they're going to. They won. They got their billions and billions and billions of dollars in school districts all across America. They won. And, are, and I don't think they're going to pay a price for it. Which is so frustrating, which gets to something that's been making the rounds. If you didn't watch Face the Nation week before last, they're sitting around doing their roundtable about what stories got covered and what stories didn't and what was reported and what was underreported. And this, this is Jan Crawford of CBS News on Face the Nation. Oh, I'm
3: 47. Well, I want to get to underreported stories uh, as well. Jan? Oh, for me, I mean, my kids hear me rant about this every day, so I may as well tell you guys. It's it's the crushing impact that our COVID policies have had on young kids and children. Mm -hmm. Uh, By far, you know, the least serious risk for serious illness. Uh, But, I mean, even teenagers, you know, a healthy teenager has a one in a million chance of getting and and dying from COVID, which is way lower than you know, dying in a car wreck on a road trip. Uh, But they have suffered and sacrificed the most, especially kids in underrepresented, at-risk communities. And now we have the Surgeon General saying there's a mental health crisis Mm -hmm. among our kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, The risk of suicide suicide attempts among girls, now up 51% this year. Uh, black kids, uh, nearly twice as likely as, as white kids to die by suicide. I mean, school closures, lockdowns, cancellation of sports. You couldn't even go on a playground in the D.C. area uh, without cops scurrying, uh, getting, shooing the kids off. Tremendous negative impact on kids. And it's been an afterthought. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hurt their dreams, their future, learning loss, risk of abuse, their mental health. And now with our knowledge, our vaccines... Uh, If our policies don't reflect a more measured and reasonable approach for our children, Mm -hmm. they will be paying for our generation's decisions uh, the rest of their lives. And that, to me, is the greatest underreported story of the past year.
0: Yeah, I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but what she could have said and maybe should have said is our network, CBS, could have been talking about this every day, all day for the last two years, and we didn't. Right. My two quibbles with that statement, which I appreciated
4: very much hearing in in legacy media, were number one, her use of the term now with our knowledge now. We realize we can get the kids back in school. That's been known for at least a year, maybe two. We've been howling about it, That many people have, and so that's quibble number one. Quibble number two is she said, if we don't have more measured policies going forward, the kids will be paying, blah, blah. It's too late. For a bunch of kids, it's merely a question of how many more children we abuse going forward, continuing these superstitious, unscientific, illogical,
0: heart-rending abuses of children. God dang it. When she brought up the parks being closed, I remember the yellow tape around all the playground equipment.
4: In all the blue towns in America.
0: Freaking kids can't play on the playground. The single best place for them to possibly be outdoors
4: in the breeze playing. It's as if we reverted back to the early 1700s, where it was thought that if there's disease in town, everybody go inside. Go inside together. It just makes me crazy.
0: So it reminds me... um, Because I've been thinking a lot about how did this happen? How did we allow this to happen? How did I allow it to happen? Did I attend any school board meetings? No. Did I attend any city council meetings? No. We need to do that a lot more in America. And I was thinking about that yesterday because we got a fair amount of blowback on a number of things we were talking about with masks and all these different things from the crowd that uh, I need to temper my speech so I do not come off so insulting to to people who are customers of the show. But, um... The whole tough guy, I walk into places I don't wear a mask. Why don't you stand up and resist? Resist what, dude? Walk into the store so the 20-year-old girl who works there, whose boss is going to yell at her if I don't wear a mask, and the county commissioner is going to come in and find them if I don't wear a mask. So I'm punishing her? That's my tough guy stance? No, that, I think, is a weak-ass response. All right? All you're doing is punishing the waitress at the restaurant. That's nothing. You know why I wear the mask in the hallway here at work? Because my boss is told by the person we rent the building from that we need to wear masks and they don't want to get in trouble with them and they don't want to get in trouble with the county. That's no show of resistance for me to get my boss in trouble with the owner of this building. But we all should. You should, tough guy. I hate tough guys who don't wear masks at restaurant and put the poor server girl in an uncomfortable position. Do you go to city council meetings? Do you go to school board meetings? Do you do any of the things that are actually organizing, redressing grievances the way we do things in this country to actually get anything accomplished? That's what we need to do more of. Not these passive, aggressive, I'm not going to wear a mask BS. You know, I would suggest a
4: little middle ground. If you want to organize a, a, a big uh, mask out, call it whatever you want, a, a mask strike, something like that. Get a, get a thousand sure. people to do it. Publicize it. Get the news media on scene. Call up politicians who you know are sympathetic. Have them come on board. You know you're and, and uh, you know it's different depending on where you live. I was about to name a couple of the people around the radio ranch, but
0: uh, yeah, make it count. We we have to. I have to get better at taking the time to organize people and 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 be on these school board people or at city council meetings and get things done that the majority of us want. The minority is getting over because we don't show up to these things in a, in a democracy and, and flex our power. And those who prize safety over liberty, even to the extent of irrational, superstitious safety, are winning the day. And that's a bad thing. I'm all for that, man. I am all for being down at the city council meeting or the county board or whatever and putting pressure on these people to relax their stupid freaking rules. Where I live right now, around here, um, uh, they're closing restaurants again. Indoors and outdoors. Are you kidding
4: me? I know. It's so idiotic. It's superstitious.
0: And the how we got here, I think, is we just got so soft as a people, our... um, our, uh, the 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 part of us that knows how to organize and go to a city council meeting and present an argument and getting anything done disappeared over years of just being too comfortable and soft, I guess. And we just let the school board make decisions that most of us don't agree with. Yeah, yeah. What you know, a horrible thing we did to kids and business owners all across this country. Yeah, yeah, we did.
4: The only uh, note of sympathy I would sound for the so-called tough guys that you're talking about is, you know, if you were to walk in and and say to everybody in the restaurant, why are you complying with these measures? This is ridiculous. You know, spread the word. Don't take it out on the 17-year-old hostess.
0: Or the senior citizen at the Walmart who's told by his boss to make you put a mask on. Right. Um. I don't I don't think it's
4: wrong what they're doing but I get I'm also not looking at the texts where they're belligerent and acting the big tough guy. Don't don't do that. Don't bother.
0: It doesn't have any effect. I want people to be tough in the way of getting together and and, and finding a way to actually accomplish something. Yeah. That's what we all need to get better at. We can't let the County Health Commissioner and the, the various people, the various uh, bureaucrats roll us the way they did over the last two years. We got so rolled by these school boards all across the country and these the city councils unions. and teachers yep. unions. It's amazing yeah. what they yeah. did to us. Yeah, You had to shut down your business, maybe lost your business. Your kid didn't get to go to school or play in a playground. And we just put up with it. I'm embarrassed as a people. Well,
4: there were a hell of a lot of people, primarily in blue quadrants of the country, who not only put up with it, they were enthusiastic about it. Yeah. They would be the, uh, the street Gestapo who would make sure that kids weren't playing in playgrounds. They would call the cops. You know, you wonder how the the various horrors of history got started. I think a lot of us understand it a lot better now. Oh, no doubt. Oh, people are are excited about falling in with the authorities and becoming part of the secret place.
0: Lots of things I never understood in my life. The Cultural Revolution, the rise of Nazism, all that different stuff. I now completely understand how it can happen. Mm -hmm. Tell on your neighbor. Remember that message? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. That's still a message lots of places. Oh, boy. Hey, your response. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Um, what was one of the things I wanted to get to that's really important? It's in a good tease. What is aquamation, Jack? That's a good tease. I don't know you what I aquamation You might choose that is. when you die. Oh, really? It's something. Really? Okay, well, this now you've got my interest.
1: I will stay tuned.
3: Armstrong and Getty. Here's some sad news to pass along. As of today,
4: classic BlackBerry phones will no longer be able to use data, send text messages, access the internet, or make calls even to 911. So today, our thoughts are with any of you out there who happen to be a mid-level account manager from 2008. (laughs) I miss my BlackBerry. I long for it. I pine for it. I do. I miss buttons. Actual buttons. You know? Although I can't even think when the last time I even thought about BlackBerry was. BlackBerry announcing they're done has the same energy as your ex-girlfriend texting you on your wedding day. <laughs> you split up like ten years ago. Have fun with your iPhone, you piece of
5: Because <laughs> as of this minute, I am officially done. I'm done. You can't call me. Don't you text me? Don't use data. <laughs>
0: That's a pretty good example of the BlackBerry going away of, um, you know, capitalism at work and the free market and all that sort of thing. Because the BlackBerry was the hottest thing in phones for, you know, however long it lasted, a couple of years. And you had to have one. Every go-getter was (laughs) clickety-clicking. I tried it once. The learning curve was way too steep for me, and I took it back. (laughs) Just way too complicated. That's what killed it. It was too hard to use. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I I just thought I was stupid, which, you know, could still be true. Well, both but, could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember yesterday I brought you the cartoon of, uh, so a woman's talking to her friend and says, my New Year's resolution is to stop putting my foot in my mouth. I'll bet yours is to lose weight, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And then we got this. A man and his wife are arguing, and the wife says, get out. I hope you die a slow, agonizing death. And the husband says, so you want me to stay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
4: beautiful. That is kind of a funny joke. That's good. As long as we're throwing memes around. Got this note from Drew the Millennial. Uh, guys, your Luddite-inspired skepticism of NFTs was correct. The rest of the world has finally realized how stupid the entire thing is, and the Internet's been awash with memes like this for a couple of weeks, all similarly themed, mocking the fact that you can just take a picture of the stupid thing, score one for old guy uh, realism. Hmm. Um, it, uh, the, the meme on Instagram is it's a guy holding up a bunch of pictures of NFTs with the NFTs. It appears your tokens are more fungible than you claimed, Mr. Bond.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, so is, is that for real though? Is there, is there a bit of a bloom is off the rose on the NFT thing? I know
4: a number of NFT, like, uh, what would you, brokers or whatever have taken the money and disappeared. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't follow the circles, but Drew the Millennial does, and he seems to think that, yeah, yeah. But uh, who knows? I'm we, taking his word for it.
0: We got another text from somebody who got the Quest to Oculus 2, which was a very, very popular Christmas gift and a very popular way for Zuckerberg to mine more data. But anyway, he said, I dragged my hammock into my living room, popped a beer, and put on the Quest and relaxed on the beach in France. That's what I'm talking about with the whole VR metaverse world thing. I think there's going to be a lot of that. If you're in a room that's beautifully decorated with fantastic-looking furniture and great lights and all that sort of stuff, and it looks 1,000% real while you've got your thing on your face, why do you need any of that stuff in reality? Or if you're you're looking out your window at the ocean and it looks exactly like it would look, if you were looking out a window at the ocean, well, then why do you need an oceanfront house? Well, it's halfway there. Uh, I think it's more than halfway. At that moment, it's definitely more than halfway. Yeah,
4: but no, 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 no. This gets back to: is it too complicated, or are people just dumb? Sorry, no offense. No, it's <laughs> no offense. <laughs> there are so many senses that you're forgetting. Smell, for instance, which is one of the most powerful senses we have,
0: connects right to the animal scent.
4: brain. That's a, the smell of the ocean, the humidity in the air, the feel of ocean air. Okay, take, take
0: away the ocean as an example. Then sunset. Oh, you don't the smell the heat a, of the you sun. You don't smell a sunset.
4: The smell of the... Okay. No, you're right. It's it, it's very cool. I can't wait to get well, a I just, system.
0: I just don't... I don't know. I don't know. I But I certainly think it could happen. I'm not sure. If you haven't ever had one of these VR headsets on, you're completely surrounded. And you look yeah. around and you are in in this in game my kids are playing. You're on the deck of some Star Wars ship or whatever. Yeah. By the way, to the guy
4: relaxing on the beach in France, don't go with the June 6th, 1944 beach in France setting. You won't find it nearly as relaxing mm. as you expect a D-Day, of course. Uh Here's a great illustration. As long as we're whirling through the modern age and social media and the rest of it. Ah, uh, perfect illustration of what Twitter is. You, did you hear about that giant icy uh, uh, traffic jam pileup overnight horror in Virginia? Yeah, on I ninety five, which for Westerners is kind of the I five of the East. Um, just a, just terrible, terrible. Thank God nobody died, but you had people with children just overnight freezing cold, no food,
0: no water. It's a terrible. Spent well, the entire night in their cars in a line of cars, and then another night.
4: And hundreds, if not thousands, of tweets just laying the wood to Governor Glenn Youngkin, the recently uh, elected Republican governor, about how he's nowhere to be seen, he's done nothing, he's he's not been seen, he's hardly made a statement. He doesn't take office for another couple of weeks. That's
0: Twitter. Often wrong, never in doubt. It is amazing, though. No response from the states. You had people in their cars for almost a full 24 hours not hearing anything from the state government about when we're going to get it open or what's going on or anything. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. Pete, boot edge, edge.
4: Also,
1: absentee. Oh, no.
3: Armstrong and Getty. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: important information.